Hi, this is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today, Jonah, we'll be talking with Rotarian Stephen Kane about Rotary to the Rescue in Zambia. Well, Stephen Kane, welcome to Radio Rotary. Well, thank you very much. It's, it's, it's wonderful of you guys to do this. Well, it's wonderful for you to uh, help people in Zambia. Tell us what it is that you're doing with other Rotarians in Zambia. First of all, for those who did lousy in geography like me, where is Zambia? (laughs) Zambia is in South Central Africa. uh, Tanzania is to the right. The Belgian Congo is to the north. Rhodesia is to the southeast. And that's about as good as I can do. That's good. Well, you, you put it, <laughs> Without a map. That's pretty good. <laughs> you put it in Africa, that's great. So what what uh, have you and your fellow Rotarians been doing in Zambia? Well, just overall, globally, you know, at a high altitude, 30,000 feet, we've, uh, in cooperation with many other organizations and many other people, and, and also within our organization and you folks at the Pleasant Valley Rotary, Uh, We've worked with an organization called Project Cure, which gathers medical equipment and supplies and ships them uh, anywhere in the world, essentially. And we delivered last a week and a half ago, uh, eight eight and a half tons of instruments, equipment and supplies to Machilla, Zambia. And uh, let's not skip over that. Eight and a half tons, 16,000 plus pounds of medical equipment and supplies. What kind of equipment are we talking about? X-ray machines, hypodermics, bandages, what? Good question. Um, the emphasis uh, in, in the supplies that we sent was for maternal and health care and, and disease prevention uh, specific and, and, and uh, correction. And that specifically was in the area of uh, uh, the dental. 80% of the people in Zambia have uh, dental issues. Mm-hmm. Which, as you well know, uh, spreads to other parts of the body if you have a, a, have oral health problems, and right. can even end up with death. Right. So this is the these are the this is a case of the first dental equipment in in this general area, and then in the area of uh, maternal health care, um, one in thirteen women die in childbirth in rural Zambia. Ugh. That's compared to one in 400 in a developed country. Now, of course, we have problems that you read these days about the United States, it's getting worse, but right. I mean, probably it's you know infinitesimal in the United States. Right. Compared to Zambia. So a lot of the gear was focused on those two areas. Uh, you know, birthing beds, uh, cribs, fetal monitor, uh, breast milk, you know, breast feeding assistance type stuff. Did you get an incubator too? Is did incubator. incubator. Right. That's yeah. what I thought. Right. So that, that type of stuff. Yes. And uh, <laughs> that was the emphasis, but then general stuff as well that you need in any kind of medical facility, which they don't have. How did you yeah. find out about the, the need uh, for these medical supplies in Zambia? That's an excellent question. Uh, we ended up, uh, we have friends that worked at Tufts. Uh, one of the gals, uh, Pat Campbell was a, a, a recent past, she just retired, vice president for business affairs at, at Tufts. And Dr. John Morgan was a, head of the dental department in their global outreach. That's had, Tufts, Tufts University. Tufts University. Right, mm-hmm. okay. They, they had been there and done work 
in that area. And actually, I had been in Lusaka, which is a capital. And in working there, they had friends that, uh, that they developed that had relatives in Machilla. And they spoke of how poor the situation was there. They ended up raising $100,000 under the mantra of the Machilla Access Project. They created their own NGO and raised $100,000 to renovate and expand a building there. That building had no medical gear. Mm-hmm. That's what our that's where we came in. They told us about that. We said, "Hey, this is something Rotary can do. You know, we're a, we're a cohesive joint team that can get focused on something and work together to raise some money." So that's what we did, and we took on Project Cure and uh, got working with them, and that's how this whole thing came about and got started. If but people, this came out yeah, very quickly because I believe it was just this past February when you started fundraising. This is when I first heard about it was when you came to our club to discuss it. How much and, and you were raising money and you were in a hurry because in order for you to raise the money, you had to get this this equipment to Zambia quickly because there was this rainy season that was going to start and you needed to get the truck into Zambia before the rains came in. Right. Well, we ended up, we met um, uh, Pat and John in August and they spoke to our members of our club and we decided we want to go ahead and do it. So we worked from August uh, in November of that year. Uh, we, we brought on Project Cure and then in November of that year, 2022, uh, Project Cure sent an assessment over there, a team to assess the needs. And then and then we put together, uh, we had to get the funding first to get the application in. Mm-hmm. So between January, February and March, that's when we did our fundraising. Right. And then in March, at the end of March, the project was the application was approved. And then we got into the uh, different cycle of working with Cure and getting them getting stuff. Then there's kind of an arbitration, you know, an agreement. This is the right stuff. And then and then uh, it, once the, the warehouse has this things, everything together, it gets ships down. It gets shipped uh, over land down to Savannah. And then onto a boat and then on. And we could talk about that. And you, and you got a global grant for this. Is that correct? Yes, we got a global. It was a global grant. Uh, our, our district was very generous. And then uh, the World Fund supplies 80 percent of matching of, the, of what the district uh, gave us. Mm-hmm. And, and how much did all this cost? I mean, this, this sounds like, you know, medical supplies are very expensive. How much did all this cost? It was $350,000. Wow. Yeah. The equivalent. That's terrific. The budget was $49,000. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so how and, does that and, work? And, and, and let me tell you, we haven't got all the figures yet. It's going to be less than that. Oh, that my right? gosh. So that, you know, that's you Rotary stretching the dollar. That's for sure. Yes. And we're probably going to be giving some money back to Rotary, the Rotary Foundation. We probably haven't used all the $49,000. <sighs> that's fabulous. So uh, does Project Cure have a website for people who might be interested and folks at home get a pencil and paper because you're going to want to write this down. Do you have a website or some way uh, people can find out more information about Project Cure? I don't. Uh, I, uh, if you go Project Cure uh, online, Google it. Yeah. All the information is there. They have an outreach program and they would gladly, uh, you know, they have a, a, a lady named Laura Conte who is their PR person and, and develops a relationship with you. And then they have uh, they're out in Chicago. They have uh, warehouses all around the United States and mm-hmm. and collect stuff and then send it. And 
Well, we're going to find out more about the great work of Stephen Kane Rotarian uh, in Zambia and Project Cure. And we're going to find out who keeps Radio Rotary healthy by being our sponsor this week. Kathy? Radio Rotary is sponsored by NBT Bank, Third Eye Associates, Hunt and Harvest Caterers, Rise, Online Marketing Strategies, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll be back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111 or normanstaffing.com. Hi, I'm Meg Mullins from the Mark Foundation, supporting the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community. Our mission is prevention of and recovery from substance misuse. Among our projects, we fund scholarships for therapists, transitions from community housing, and the Overdose Awareness Memorial located on the Dutchess County Rail Trail. Visit our website at mark-foundation.org to learn more or to make a donation. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. What I'm looking for in a bank is one that's looking out for me, like NBT. I want a relationship and a team that supports me in my dreams. And when life gets challenging, I need a bank that's focused on what matters. Not to mention one that's been top rated by Forbes in trust, customer service, financial advice, and more. That's why when it comes to meeting my banking needs, it's always NBT. Learn more at nbtbank.com. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Are there wedding bells in your future? Hi, this is Rotarian Cindy Kish. Hutton Harvest is a full-service catering company covering the Hudson Valley, Connecticut, the Berkshires, New York City, and beyond. Although we specialize in wedding celebrations, we are also available for all of your special occasions. We recently opened Hutton Harvest Provisions, a place where you can purchase our handmade products, prepared meals and desserts, as well as specialty grocery items. We are conveniently located in the village of Millbrook at 18 Washington Avenue. Contact us today at Provision provisions.hunt.harvest at gmail.com. That's provisions.hunt.harvest at gmail.com. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser, and with me is our producer slash co-host, the fabulous Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. Thanks. Well, you've not done yourself. I'll that fabulous. All right. And that <laughs> voice you hear is our guest, who Kathy's going to introduce. Yes, we have Rotarian Stephen Kane, and he's going to be talking about uh, Rotary to the Rescue in Zambia, particularly uh, in uh, Muchella. Um, it's... Uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful story about how they raised all this money to send medical equipment, desperately needed medical equipment there, and um, and how we raised it and how we got it there. So, Stephen, go ahead and give us a little recap, and then I know you wanted to thank people, give names of people that helped you out, and so go right ahead. Okay. Well, this again was, uh, you know, to, to send medical gear uh, instrument, equipment, and supplies to a uh, a refurbished uh, health center in, in rural Zambia. Uh, it took there's 35 miles of dirt road you have to navigate to get to this location. <laughs> it was it was reconstituted by two people from Tufts uh, who formed an NGO, uh, Patricia Campbell and John Morgan, 
And when we heard about it as, as a club, we wanted the Burnhills Boston Lake Rotary Club, we wanted to help out. So we decided we would work on the fundraising. And the president of the club at that time was uh, Darlene Bauer. And she got right behind it and did a great job and, and, and pumped energy into this org- into the organization to help out. There's a fellow named Greg Shore who uh, contacted infinite number of organizations and people. And um, he hats off to him for what he did. Our current president now is Peter Sawyer. He uh, he took my two verbose slides and made them into something that they could be to send to people and understand with the bottom lines. And I, we appreciate that. And then what we did is we uh, created this idea of, of uh, ambassadors, where we took our slides and our scripts and and a group of Rotarians learned these things, learned the, the basics of the of what this whole project was. And that and those people were Darlene Bauer, Peter Sawyer, Greg Shore, Laura Lee, uh, and myself. And uh, we went to different organizations, and one of which, and we really ap- appreciate your organization and Pleasant Valley Rotary for supporting this. And Kathy, you and Josh were really helpful in Thank this. Thank you. Uh, Jonas from Red Hook. So Red Hook. Well, we're going to get you to, uh, in Red Hook, Stephen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And uh, they all really helped. And then uh, I've got to tell you about, uh, we had four MOUs uh, uh, with different organizations and our own. MOU standing for Memorandum of Understanding. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Right. And our partner club, our, the, inter, the country host, was the Casinta Rotary in Lusaka, uh, uh, Zambia. Of course, our club was the international uh, sponsor, and that's the Burn Hills Boston Lake Rotary Club. The uh, cooperating organizations were Machilla Access Project, and they had a wonderful representative over there, uh, and that was Casinta. Uh, uh, and she helped uh, talk to the government, and uh, and uh, and then we had the Namula Health District that helped, and a vendor was Project Cure, which we talked about previously, and uh, uh, so all these organizations kind of worked together on this. And they produced, remind us, how many pounds of equipment? How many tons of equipment? We got eight and a half tons of equipment. Uh, that was estimated value of uh, three hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's that's just fabulous. That, that is fabulous. Now getting it from the United States to <laughs> Zambia to Africa is an adventure in and of itself. Tell us about that, Stephen. Well, um, after uh, uh, can I just backtrack a minute? Sure. I just want to give credit to uh, there's some club contributors here, and that's yours, uh, Pleasant Valley, of course. Carl Gables in Florida. Uh, gave money, mm-hmm. Bridges and Colony uh, Gilderland, and then within and then a Capital District Pediatrics. Uh, mm. I have to tell you there were there were fourteen individuals from our club. One of those individuals was a ninety year old man named Walter Gradich who was on his deathbed. Oh wow! And he, and he gave five thousand uh. dollars. And his, his uh, Emily Gradich, his granddaughter, took it up and, and got it into us. And that was really great. And then we had nine individuals from other clubs and five uh, family and friends that gave to this thing. Um, once we had the uh, thing approved, the, the grant approved, uh, we worked with Project Cure on, on getting all this stuff together. Then it went down, it was shipped. It was a 40-foot container. 
And like the it, back of a tractor trailer. You, you see yeah. them all the right. time. Right, okay. right, right. They put that onto a ship, and then it, when it gets to its end, they, you know, its destination, they put it on a trailer truck. And, uh, and okay, and I can tell you a little bit about more of that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, and it, go ahead. It left uh, Savannah, Georgia, correct? It, le- it left Savannah, Georgia. It went across the Atlantic. Uh, it went through, into the Mediterranean across the Mediterranean, through the Suez Canal, and then it stopped at several ports in the Middle East, and then it went to a port in India. India, yeah. It was on the Mozambique Express. That was the name of the ship. <laughs> okay. And then it was put on... Sounds different- like something out of a Humphrey Bogart picture. Right, right, right. It, right, does. Right. it, it really does. <laughs> and then it went uh, from uh, India, it went to Dar es Salaam, uh, in, in Tanzania. Now, as, as Kathy mentioned earlier, we were very concerned about the start of the rainy season. And it was it was late leaving uh, Savannah. It was supposed to leave the first and it left August 12th. And it was supposed to get into Dar es Salaam on the 1st of uh, 11th of October to got in on the 24th. So uh, we were already thinking about contingency plans. What are we going to do if the roads get wet and they can't get a truck in? Can we break the load down into, you know, smaller pieces and then take smaller trucks in? And and fortunately, the weather held for us. The gods were with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it got into it got into uh, uh, Zambia. Uh, I'm sorry, Tanzania. And then it had to be uh, isolated, inspected. And during that time. Our folks, uh, Susanna Malapa in, in, uh, in Zambia and uh, Chisanga, uh, were having to work with the Ministry of Health and Finance uh, to get tax exemptions. Mm. And that is no easy task. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> because apparently, in some cases, uh, people have taken advantage of that and had stuff that was not necessarily uh, appropriate for what the shipment was. So... Um, they, there was a lot of back and forth on that. Uh, and then finally, they, they were successful in that. And the truck left Tanzania and uh, headed for Machula. Uh, uh, and it had to reach, it had to go through the border at Zambia. But before that, there was a scam. Oh, really? You didn't tell me about that. <laughs> you know, now would be a good time, our audience in suspense about the scam, as they listen to these important messages. And we'll, after that, we'll be back with our great guest, Rotarian Stephen Kane. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transactions, transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845-752-2216. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. 
Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Don't let mental health stigma keep you from living your best life. This is Andrew O'Grady from MHA of Dutchess County, and there is help. Did you know that 25% of the population deal with anxiety or depression? That's a lot of people. You're not alone. If you have the flu, you would call your doctor. Let's start doing the same when it comes to your mental health. It's time to get on the path to mental wellness. Contact Mental Health America of Dutchess County at 845-473-2500. Let us help you live your best life. Life is full of firsts. Every day of our lives, we experience and do new things. And today, someone, many people in fact, right here in our local neighborhoods, will do something that you probably can't imagine you will ever do. They'll visit a food pantry or soup kitchen for the first time. They're not all homeless people, and they're not all bad people either. Many factors can lead to food insecurity, changes in employment or insufficient salary to support their family situation, unexpected expenses, and many other unforeseen circumstances. As a result, those people need to micromanage their money, and they have to supplement their food resources to survive. The community organizations that provide food and other items for neighbors in need can't do what they do without support from people like you, people who never give a thought to where their food is coming from. If you haven't picked a local community organization to support each year, maybe this year you'll support your local food pantry or soup kitchen because a growing number of people every day are depending on them and the food pantries are depending on your donations. Contact them, find out what they need, and give to people who are in need of help every day right in your community because today many people will visit a food pantry or soup kitchen for the first time. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois, and with me is my co-host, Kathy Kruger, and she's going to introduce our guest again. Kathy, take it away. Yes, we have a wonderful Rotarian, Stephen Kane, and he is telling us about how Rotary came to the rescue in Zambia uh, by getting lots of much-needed medical equipment to Michella. And he left us off after telling us about how the container of medical equipment left Savannah, Georgia, went to India by boat, and then uh, got to Tanzania, um, and then had to be uh, carted by truck before the rainy season started. But then there was a scam, and he left us hanging about a scam. So, (laughs) Stephen, tell us about the scam. Well, so the truck is going to leave Tanzania, uh, the port in Tanzania, uh, Dar es Salaam. And the plan is, is for the truck to go uh, to the Zambian border. It has to pass through there and, it's, and all the procedures there and then go to the capital of Saka and it's going to be met by Susanna Malapo and Chisinga and they're going to guide the truck over the dirt roads to Machilla. Um, Susanna uh, makes contact with, oh no, let me reverse it. The truck driver makes contact with Susanna and knows everything about the arrangement and he's going to meet her in uh, Saka. And he tells her that, and he says, I'm just approaching the Zambian border, and I have two computers with me that I have not declared. Will you send me money so I can clear the border? Uh, (laughs) 4,000, well, it's the equivalent of $190. All right. She says, okay, you know, I'll send you the money. And she does. About an hour later, 
she gets a call from the same driver, in quotes, and he says, I've decided to drive all the way to Lusaka uh, instead of staying overnight. I need money for some food and water. And at that point, she realizes that something's amiss. Mm-hmm. So she calls the shipping company that, that hired the, the drivers and um, tells her tells them about what had happened. And they said, hey, the truck has just left the port. It's not even anywhere near the border. Oh. And somehow this fake driver got a hold of all our information and probably was calling from an office somewhere mm-hmm. and making this claim. So that was the scam. Oh. Uh, no, she felt very badly about it. You know, we'll obviously support that and help yeah. out. Yeah, that, you know, and that that happens from time to time. We had that things like that happen in the Philippines on a rotoplast mission. And, you know, you just. It happens right here in the United States. In the United States, yeah. you yeah. know. My brother, so My brother got one of those grandfather yep. calls where it says, yeah, your grandson is in the yep. Uskow and in the jail and send bail money. Well, his yep. grandson at the time was two and a half and bouncing up and down on his knee when he got the phone call. <laughs> yeah. As far as I'm concerned, he can rot. Right. The phone. <laughs> but the truck made it. The, on- the, well, the truck went through the border uh, without any problem and uh, at, at much less cost than we thought because of all oh, the hard good. work of the folks in Zambia, you know, it, with the Lusaka Rotary yeah. Club and, and the Chill Access Project and made it safely there. And it didn't rain. Right. November 14th and the roads were dry and they were met by a group of villagers and officials from the Moala Health District. And uh, eventually, and as as I may have told you and I've told you in the past, I sent you some stuff. There was dancing. Yes. the truck. There was celebration. Thinking of celebration, a lot of singing. And we're going to play some of that right now. So as you can hear, the great joy of these folks yes. getting their medical supplies. So, Steve Kane, that sounds like a lot of people very, very happy over all the hard work you and your fellow Rotarians did to get those tons of medical supplies all the way from the United States over to Africa and Zambia. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, your Rotary Club. Uh, it's the Burnt Hills uh, Boston Spa, Boston Lake Rotary Club, correct? That's correct. And uh, yeah. where and when does it meet? It meets on uh, Monday night at the uh, Boston Spa Town Hall. Okay. Uh, we have a 35-member club. Right. And uh, we have a, uh, a saying that it punches much harder than its weight. <laughs> Very it's small, good. It's a small club with a big heart. That's there terrific. And, and if you're not in the Burnt Hills, Boston Lake area and want to join the fun, the food, the fellowship of Rotary, go to Rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the club locator button, type in your hometown and uh, join us. Service above self and meet great people like Stephen Kane, outstanding Rotarian. Stephen, tell us a little bit about yourself. When you're not sending tons of medical supplies to uh, Africa, what do you do? Well, can I can I in- interject sure. one other thing in the scope of the people that helped out in this thing, if I might? Yeah, sure. We had uh, the Matilla Access Project in Rockport, Massachusetts. Oh, and okay. We had an MOU with them. We had Tufts University for the dental support. We had Project Secure, which was located in Chicago. We had the warehouse in Nashville. We had the Savannah Port sending it. We had Dar es Salaam receiving the port for the material. We had Lusaka host sponsor with an MOU. We had Namwala Health District, who uh, are oversee the uh, uh, the, the outpost, the health outpost, and it was an MOU with them. 
we had the Machula recipients who helped. And we had us, you and us, in uh, in upstate New York. So right. it, it was really quite a geographically spread situation. Right. And um, this, this, I think you define... Rotarians in action <laughs> when I think about our theme. Um, but um, one of the things I, I'm real excited about is we have a member in our in our club, Dorothy, and her mother, Laura Lee, is in the Boston Lake Club. So that's how we have that connection. So that's what the beauty is of Rotary. When you have clubs that have connections and districts that have connections, you work with different clubs, you work with different districts. And this is what what happens? Well said. So, Stephen, well. we we're talking about uh, what you do when you're not uh, sending medical supplies to Africa. Right. Well, I am uh, I'm a retiree. Um, I was a military officer. Oh, was I? I was a uh, F-16. No wonder this is so well coordinated. <laughs> right. I was an F-16 fighter pilot. And okay. uh, I was I commanded Ramstein Air Base, Germany. It was an 8,000. Oh. I was a squadron commander. I worked for a while in the State Department. Uh, for several years and uh, several times in the Pentagon. And uh, I also was uh, the senior military advisor of the ambassador of NATO in Brussels. And now you're using your considerable skills to make the world a better place to Rotary. Uh, Stephen Kane, thank you so much for everything you do to uh, help uh, people in Zambia and around the world uh, as a Rotarian. And thanks again for joining us on Radio Rotary today. Well, it is absolutely my pleasure. And you guys as well uh, epitomize what Rotary is all about, getting the word out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Kathy, who do we have to thank for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, we thank Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, Warwick Valley, and the Rotary E-Club of District 7210. For my co-host Kathy Kruger and our production director Randy Turner, this is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotaryNow.org.